Ruby, lay down. You want to you lie down here? Alrighty, let's just bump heads everywhere. <laughs> Lick the microphone. Okay, okay. Well, let's stay, do all stay here. Hello, beautiful people. My name is Davi. I'm joined by Abe and Charlie. Welcome back to another Redox reaction. And for our viewers and listeners, we hope you guys are doing well. Today, we got the second season of Barry episodes one and two. Last Ooh. season was crazy. Wow. <laughs> and Abe, Charlie, how you doing? Good, bro. Good. Good. Excited for season two. Um, looks like Bill Hader got a haircut. Yes. Between seasons. He did. Looks good. Yeah. And some quick housekeeping notes. This episode is also available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, specifically the discussion portion. So if you're on the commute, you want to listen to us discuss the show, it's available in the description. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe. Indeed. <laughs> Hit the bell notification. We never say that part. Oh, yeah, we don't. Yeah. So you get to see when we post our videos. We post three times a week at least. So. Mm hmm. We do. Bell so you can see all the videos. Yes, True. our schedule is Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday at noon Eastern Standard Time or Pacific Time. Uh, Eastern Daylight Time. So Eastern Daylight Time. EDT right now. I thought it was EST. Standard Time is when we're not in Daylight Savings Time. Oh. So EDT. Yes. Boo. All right. <laughs> <Too confusing. laughs> but like I said, last season was crazy where we left off where it looked like Barry killed Janice. The reality is that he can't find a mistake and it's going to be hard for him to now juggle the things that are coming back to bite him. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see how Bill Hader um, continues this. Um, I'm trying to remember the second writer on the show because it's two people. Yeah, it's Alex something. Alec Borg. I think that's his name. Yeah. Um, who's a writer also on the show. I'm interested to see four seasons, quick episodes. Um, it's been really good so far. Charlie, how are you liking the show? Really good. Really good. Trying to see what consequences come now of Barry killing Janice, his relationship with Gene, and all of the things. Mm -hmm. yes. Alec Berg. Berg, not Borg. Alec Berg. Okay. Wow. All right. You guys ready? I'm ready. Episode Indeed. one and two. So here we go. The show must it. go on probably is the name of this. Probably. First episode. It's a question. Probably. Yeah. Indeed. Bet. Oh, 2019. Wow. Pre pandemic. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. We're very late to the game. <laughs> yeah. Pre pandemic, pre HBO Max, pre H uh, Max. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're making these notes as if we're not watching The Sopranos from the 90s. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now he knows he's involved. Well, obviously, to lead up to this, he knows yeah. he's involved. Yeah. He knows that they were working together. Right. Wow. Like knows. Well, this took a turn. Yeah, I mean, our last discussion, we literally talked about Fuchs was going to come back. We knew that was going to happen. Right. And we knew, and I said, I think her partner was going to look into Barry. And that's what happened. Um, I did not expect them to team up uh, Fuchs and the partner. I didn't think this was going to happen this yeah. quickly. And I it's thought a, it was going to be like an, a like an increment of development to get there, mm -hmm. you would say. Yeah, no, but like, where does Barry, how does he find an escape here? Mm -hmm. like there's what's uh, i don't know how does he deal with this because one he has hank who's on his butt because basically hank did a favor to him barry has to return the favor i think that's how it works in the business um and then fuchs is now working with the cops and barry knows i can't talk to you anymore um barry actually played that that scene 
smart, in my opinion. He was right. not stupid. He was he was smart to not say anything to him because he doesn't know. Hasn't seen Fuchs in a while, probably. Also, he knows like, not to trust him. First yeah. thing he says is, "Oh, the LAPD came out to Cleveland, blah blah." blah. Like, all right, bro, I'm <laughs> definitely not talking to you. <laughs> like, I'm definitely. You know what I mean? When he His said that, it was like, "Why am I gonna talk to you?" Right. Exactly. It's just, wow, what a start already. Um, Charlie specifically, um, want to dive into. Uh, Barry's his struggle now is that I feel like now it's gotten so personal that mm-hmm. he's he can't I don't I, I don't think he can conduct what he was doing in the past anymore I think Janice has really affected him and specifically that scene in the when he was reacting um how he killed his first person yeah reenacting reenacting it um, or just telling the story. Telling the story. That right. was a very interest, interesting scene. Is there something that stood out to you there? I mean, he's going through the trauma of his first kill, how people congratulated him instead of like actually being able to feel bad and mourn for somebody's loss. He's associating killing people with something good. Right. Mm-hmm. Always has. And Fuchs has just been pushing that forward as well. So I think now his, his, uh, him being at the acting class is his first exposure to like, oh, killing people is bad. So he's learning it the hard way now when he's way too far deep into it, yeah. you know? Yeah. It, it, it's kind of tough now to get yourself out of that mindset and out of that world when you're just stuck in it for mm-hmm. so long, for God knows how long of his life that he's been doing this. Mm-hmm. So... What do people go into the military at like 17, 18 yeah. or so? And so you're, you're, we're saying he put a, could have potentially been killing people since then. And I don't know what age he's supposed to be in this, maybe 30s or something. I don't know. But that's a long time to be killing people and to have a positive association with killing instead of a negative one. Yeah. So that scene and how like the flashback that you get and seeing like the people like going off and like hyping him up yeah was super jarring one they did a really good job with that scene i think they really they they portrayed perfectly what they wanted to show and it was him getting validation from killing people and i think i'm thinking of barry so differently now in the sense of like i think he's a person who really seeks validation like really seeks validation because when we first kind of got to know Barry, um, like episode one of season one kind of thing, I feel like you, you kind of felt like he was out of place and he was like, you know, didn't have a purpose or whatever. And I think once he felt like validated in the acting space, saw people getting validated that way, he was like, oh my God, like, yes, like I can see, you know, I can see maybe a purpose for me here and, and, and there's this validation that I can go after. Um, and I think he got that when he was in the Marines, but once he was working for Fuchs, it took the validation out of it because all he would get is like money. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, okay, yeah, great. Now to, to the next one. You know what I mean? And it was never the, oh my God, man, Barry, you're the yeah, shit. Barry, you're the dude. Yeah. Like, you're the best shot kind of thing. Like, I think it completely changed his, his, um, his association with killing like after a while he just became numb to it and was like what is even the point yeah and i'm wondering if that stems from something deeper so the need for validation that last scene where he was gonna go kill esther mm-hmm. um i think at the beginning he was trying to channel that validation of 
people hyping him up to kill someone mm. where he was like okay let me get back in the mindset of like hyping my i don't know i think he was trying to go back to that moment where people were validating him and telling him barry you can do this you can do this you can do this but there was a split second where he thought about sally and the people close to him currently and he backed out mm. i think that's how that was yeah. a, a very interesting um, dilemma that he was facing I, I think i saw it a little differently the way did that, you, how did you see it the way that i saw it was like when he was reenacting it and he was telling the story the way that people were reenacting it was like there's this sad sad no, thing yeah yeah, yeah. No, so uh, my fault my fault very good so the way that they were reenacting it was completely different than the way that he that it actually happened and he didn't yeah. show that to people he mm -hmm. didn't he didn't actually portray that and gene asked him was like is that how it really happened he said yes mm -hmm. but he didn't he didn't end up actually telling them what actually happened because he was so ashamed of it and i think the second that he went to kill somebody he was reminded of the shame of how he started killing mm -hmm. it was like damn i found validation yeah. in this thing that's actually horrible mm -hmm. and that's what i saw from that first piece is he started actually finally getting some sort of like ptsd and like bad flashback about yeah. when he first started killing people we haven't seen that in the entire no. No. in the entire show yet i think they did it here because he finally realized like damn i i actually do have Maybe I should be ashamed of like the, how yeah. how people validated me for this mm -hmm. horrible thing that I was doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I think if people in his acting class knew that everybody was like cheering him on and whatever, then maybe they'd look at him a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what he's kind of afraid of is, is confronting the fact that like maybe he is a little bit of a monster. That's why consistently when he had that conversation with Hank, he was like, yo, Hank, am I... My good guy right and he asked if i if i am i evil yeah am i am i evil and, and hank did not hesitate because he knows him. yeah he's like you're probably one of the most evil dudes ever like no hesitation yeah one thousand percent because he's seen this barry he's yeah. seen that version of barry and i think actually that's a great point that you bring that up because i think that that has a very strong connection with why he had a hard time doing what he did doing yeah doing like killing us so yeah that's why i was connecting that and i was like oh i think maybe he was trying to channel like a, a pre a like a positive of... light to it but it didn't it turned into something negative maybe. which it could be which is true i don't know it's it's wow barry just it's crazy it, can we shows. can we talk about how i want to get your guys thoughts on him now in this like acting space and him Barry the actor I feel like we're seeing a completely different switch in the first two episodes like him trying to direct the show yeah, and he... him taking things on after like Gene was was um you know mourning Janice like what what did you guys think of that how do you how do you see that Charlie you want to go first I'm sorry what was the question <laughs> I was adjusting my mic <laughs> This guy always adjusts his mic, man. He's never paying attention to what's going on. I heard something about Janice and readjusting. Um, Let me try to remember. What's the my gist of here. the question? The gist of the question is: What do we think of Barry now? In his like Barry the actor feels like he's made a change from season one to season two. What do you guys see the change as? Um, I don't know because I don't feel like we've saw we've seen him act much yet. Not even just in the acting space, but like, or not even him actually acting, but like in that space around the theater, around the production, around the, the people he works with and he's in the class. with. He was trying to take command of running that show mm -hmm. when Gene was out of the whole thing. And I think it's because he just wants things to move on as normal as it was before to kind of forget about what was happening mm -hmm. um, with, you know, Janice and all that. Yeah. 
And yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like he, for him, he can move on with that stuff super quick because it's normal to him. Right. And he didn't like, he feels no emotional connection to, to Janice or anything. So he's just moving on. Everybody else is in mourning and feeling bad for, for Gene. And he's just like, let's just, the show must go on. Right. This is, yeah. this is what, how it is. So yeah, that's the, that's a different aspect of him that I've seen. What do yeah. you think though? Yeah. I think he has, um, we've already saw with season one. I think he just has a hard time confronting the past. And I think he's just trying to, like Charlie said, move on, move on. But he doesn't comprehend that people grieve and people grieve differently than him. And he has a tough time, a tough, I think he, it's hard for him to connect with people on a human level sometimes. Mm. I think that's what we're seeing. Right. Is that with, with what Gene went through is like, bro, you literally just murdered your actor's teacher, your actor, your actor teacher's uh, teacher. significant other. Yeah. Like, bro, do you know how crazy that is? Right. And I don't think he can comprehend how wild that really is. Because, again, like we've said multiple times, he is so numb to killing. It just feels like it was just a normal job, a normal job for him. Yeah. And he's not understanding that this normal job that he's having has moved to his personal life. And it's now affecting the people around him that he's close to. He's brought that to his space yeah mm. i want to make a correction to what i said though so i don't think i wouldn't say that he's numb to killing janice because you saw how he was okay. acting yeah and like during that whole confrontation right. right he clearly didn't want to do what he did however what i think is the way he's behaving this way is because the acting class is his way to cope with it mm, he's not going to deal yeah. with it He's not going to deal with it the way that the other people are by focusing on it and thinking about her mm -hmm. and, and whatever. He is, you know, let's move on and let's do this. The acting class is his escape. That's he's going to, yeah, so you're saying it. he's going to do it in acting. Every single time exactly. he gets like a, a, a like a reminder of it, he's going to channel it in acting. In right. a sense yeah. that will feel him to not even give a better performance. Just that it's just a distraction of the acting class, his peers, all that mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. how he copes with stuff. I'll, I'll, I think Charlie's spot on. I think the piece that connects that for me is remember when he said like, what was the point? Yeah. It was right. like, what, what in his head? And obviously Sally doesn't know. It's like, what the, what was the point of killing Janice? If we don't even get to do right. this, you know what like I mean? She like, died for nothing. You know, I get this pain, right. Of like killing somebody. Cause I do think he is now starting to feel pain, especially when it's people close to him or like mm -hmm. people that he's close to. Um, and then, he has nowhere to channel it now right like well, yeah. what was the point like and this is this was also that i could channel this into acting and i think Whoa. that he's he's really really struggling with that additionally i think that um barry is having like a negative um change in his persona in the acting space like and i think there's like some sort of commentary about he how he's becoming kind of like the la actor in hollywood that is a little bit more like Sally in terms of like cares about themselves a ton and mm -hmm. like cares about what's best for them instead of what's best for other people. And I think there's going to be a point in this where Sally is going to confront Barry and there's going to be this moment of like, but this is like, you kind of made me like this. Because remember what Sally told him, you know, when he had that huge performance of right. Macbeth she was like, channel that. Right. You <laughs> so have to use your, this, you have this to, has use, to be your process. So when he tells her, 
then what was this for, right? When he asked her, like, mm-hmm. why we're doing this? His connection was to what he told her, what she told him in last season. Right. Be like, channel what you did. Yeah. So I don't. And they, obviously, obviously, he hasn't been 100% truthful in what yeah. he's doing and like who he is. But, you know, they don't realize the, what they're actually telling him to do. Like she, she doesn't realize what, what she's actually telling him to do. But in turn, I think he's really buying in and he's becoming like this person that just doesn't, doesn't care about the other people around him. He's, he's more about like, I need to, I need to channel this into acting. I need to get the validation from being an actor and being a good actor and have people tell me that I'm a good actor. And I think that's, that's one of the tough things is that he's going through is that to really, sometimes this is a cutthroat industry and I think he's getting very very much so um centering himself in all of this it's so weird but i i do think he cares about the people around him no i do too i think he just has it's his priorities yeah are up. yeah everything is just all over the place but get, again look at who he references all the time look at sally like she she constantly makes herself a priority which i'm not saying is a good thing or a bad thing but like she makes herself a priority over everybody else, like all the time. And when, for me, him continuing to do the show even while Gene was in mourning was like a very clear reflection of that. You know what I mean? That was what showed me, like, all right, now he's starting to pick on some of these habits and and making it about himself. Same thing, like doing the accent in the Lululemon thing. <laughs> that was like, wild. That was stupid. That was but wild. Like, <laughs> one of those, that sort of thing as well. Um, and again, I do think he cares about the people around him. But like, look at the other. Just like the style of uh, or, or the kind of people they are like all of them when they saw Barry truly tell his story They're like, oh my god, I'm jealous like now. I need to come up with the most Compelling sob story and tell, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's the kind were, of people he's working. They were with. comparing their grief. That is So crazy. strange that's like wild. that's wild. That's crazy. That's out of pocket. No, like 100%. that's like that's not what you do, bro right. when you don't compare people's trauma no. you never like what bro? but that, but that's that's how some of this this uh this industry is like sometimes it's uh, it's like oh i have it worse than you and i can do this better and it's like it's it's constantly comparison yeah in the acting industry right mm-hmm. like they they're constantly measuring themselves up against better actors better stories better whatever and it was like the same thing in that scene and i thought it was just super weird and i think the more we see is that barry is like kind of turning into these people mm-hmm. slowly and sh- like slowly and surely i think he's becoming more and more like one of these la actors that is kind of out of touch yeah it doesn't touch grass yeah a little bit <laughs> oh wow jeez y'all have anything else to add no i think uh this is already heading into crazy yeah crazy interesting uh way um i'm just wondering if there's any other characters we should we should touch on but i, I think yeah. i think for the most part we we covered it all i think the um hank we saw kind of an interesting change for him um where he's you know he, he feels kind of slighted and he i think i think in the past he's felt like people kind of like put him down and he, he really had well, to tell barry no. like don't disrespect me like do not and that that's an interesting development you, and think, now you think now he can like transition to more of a of a goron figure and kind of yeah do what his uncle was doing before yeah i think that's the i think that's the idea but he's like he has a good heart you know what i mean yeah so it's like it's different because i think i think him and barry are similar in that way like i think they do both have kind of good hearts um i think they understand them i think they're the two that understand each other the most yeah (laughs) because they're both (laughs) i think both of them have a 
I don't know. They're, they're similar. I do think that the big difference with Hank is like he's all in the crime family. And he's yeah, down, he's down for it. Barry is not yeah. right. Like that's the that's the big difference there. Yeah, that's the disconnect. Um, so it'll be interesting because I, I like I, I like their dynamic and I think they're friendly, but obviously Barry does not want to do this anymore. I'm curious what the hell. Go, um, not Goron. Sorry, rest in peace. Um, what Hank is gonna do once he realizes what happened with Esther and everything. Yeah, and also the dynamic of Fuchs now working with the police department right and how that's gonna go mm -hmm. wow. so there's a lot of things that are happening it's crazy but y'all thank you so much for watching and listening to this episode we'll see you guys soon for episode three and four please like this video subscribe if you're new and comment we love you guys see you soon peace mm -hmm.